Again, and she was waiting for the media to show up because she wanted to tell her story, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Virginia you're talking about, not yeah. Peggy. <laughs> yeah, this is it's just the the timeline, and uh, she got yeah. in trouble again, forgery, nine years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alfred was doing. Albert was doing the unforgettable, unforgiving in Mexico with Audrey Hepburn. Um, uh-huh. Peggy was pregnant. She got dysentery. Don't drink the water, Peggy, but she did. And she lost yeah, the baby. Yeah, Mexico, right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, they went back to New York, Broadway, um, and she got a 20-page letter from her mother. <laughs> yeah. Got what? 28-page letter from her mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you read to us, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's some and you letter. know it's not going to say happy things you're glad to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Peggy never had her come to see the baby, but Albert was kind. He tried to smooth things over. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was New York. No, like, you know, Oliver and um, Ava Gabor, give me New York. And he yeah. wanted city life. <laughs> she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> she ended up living on Bundy Drive, which sounds really... Uh-huh. Isn't that Sharon Tate's street? That name's... Yes, it is. It's the street that poor Sharon Tate lived. Peggy oh. loved her mom. Virginia said she wanted to commit suicide. Uh. But we know she would never have committed suicide. Yeah. She was too much a survivor, and she wanted to get yeah. the evildoers. She was living for those evildoers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this was nice. They, they had black hats on. <laughs> yes, and fiendish, you know, twirly mustaches. What do you call those? Yeah. Pantomime mustaches. <laughs> yes, and organ music played everywhere they went. So, in 1961... Virginia remarried. Good thing she didn't kill herself. Um, her <laughs> husband owned a lumber company, and it was like a million-dollar business, and then he went bankrupt. Bucko boom uh-huh. um, He had yeah. two grown children, and, of course, Virginia blamed the kids and all these other things and other evildoers for that, but yeah, they stayed right. together. He was a good man. He loved her. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, he he didn't, he felt badly. Um, I don't know. Peggy filed for divorce. Go back to work. She went back to work, um, and she dealt with some child actors, and she treated them, they all said they loved her, and they treated her with respect. She understood yeah. it. And one thing Peggy always said was... Um, as a child, we don't make a choice. It's usually somebody else 
shoving you into acting. And when you become an adult, you make that choice. But as children, you don't. So she really understood it and was very, very kind. But that's pretty much her story. Um, Uh She uh, went to Summerstock. She was in it with Alan Alda and her pal Joan Blondell. Uh Virginia said Peggy, she had the child. She had her child. She had her child. Where's that? Uh, back in 57, she had Catherine Ann Sully. Named Sully. Cass. Yeah, that's her initials. Yeah. And, oh, how cute. And um, they they were together, and they were happy for a while, um, but they divorced. And in 1964, prior to that, she had been living in sin with a couple other people. In that time... That was living in sin. In 1964, she met Kenyon Foster Brown. Ew. Talk about handlebar yeah. mustache. Oof. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was bad. He was, yeah. D- if only she had known that when they were dating. <laughs> that would have would have uh, prevented a lot of heartache. Oh, it was awful, her marriage to him. And is he the one? He was a drug dealer. And they would drive yeah. and get the drugs. <laughs> and she became she became a drug addict, Peggy. She was taking drugs and drinking a lot when she was married to this man. And um, her daughter was in a terrible, terrible environment there. And Peggy was in a horrible environment there. And um, he beat the crap out of Peggy. He yeah. also beat up... Uh, Cass, Cass was hanging because he was trying to. He, he was just a monster, and um, she. Yeah, that's when he had been drinking. He was really awful. What about now? When did Cass start taking drugs? Because it's alleged that she started taking drugs very, very young. Yeah, I think she was ten when he got wow. her on drugs. Oh my God! How, how yeah. pitiful! What a monster! Really, that's a monster. I know. And that made it so that um, when she went to live with her dad, he didn't want her to influence their other kids with about drugs and all that. So that was kind of a tricky situation for them. Yeah. yeah. It said that uh, poor Cass got picked on a lot. And yeah. Albert remarried this wicked stepmother, Roberta. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> She was yeah. horrible. She was an uh-huh. awful person, and she hated Peggy. And she told her so, and she said she wanted her daughter to be the fir- only first child of of Albert. Albert. But yeah. she treated her own daughter like crap as well. She was a horrible person, just a horrible person. And um, Peggy got a real estate license. And I think she lost custody, right? She lost custody. Of well, Cass. she voluntarily she voluntarily handed it over to Albert because he knew, she knew that his household had food in it, and and he could he had was able to support Cass better than she could. So she voluntarily let him take custody of Cass. And she had a horrible time there, and the stepmother was really, really evil. And um, at one point, Cass would run away, 
She came back, and at some point, uh, she said she wished she was dead. So lovely stepmother said, here you go. If you want to die, here you go. And she gave her, I think, rubbing alcohol or something. And she Mm -hmm. started drinking it. And she called her bluff. bluff. Right. She called her bluff, too. And so she grabbed it and she went to the hospital. Um, She she just, it was just so sad. Um, But what's interesting is that Cass um, remained a very sweet person to the very end. Regardless, and, and, and to put her, yeah. she, you know, how do you really have a chance if you're hooked on drugs at 10? I know. How do you have a chance? Your whole body chemistry, the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Virginia wrote to the government. <laughs> they just thought she was a pest. They didn't deal with her. Um, yeah. <laughs> she met this hippie dude which I find interesting, this Ed Jenkins hippie dude, and she offered him a job to help her. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember now. Which lady are you talking about? Peggy, <laughs> Peggy. She met yeah, a hippie Ed dude. Jenkins. Yeah, Yeah. And um, he would drive Peggy. Um, he even took her to Spawn Ranch, yuck, because I think that's where his clothes were. And he was Peggy's com- confidant. And yeah, he was a very sweet man. They eventually became more than friends. She was doing, she was drinking, and she was doing that scene from um, Bus Stop, Stop, right? That old yeah. magic has me in his spell. And that began it. She smooched him. And um, he, she took him to fine dining. She got him nice clothes. And after a year, Ed had to move away. Yeah. She bought property herself, and um, he, threw Cass, he threw Cass off porch. Uh, he fireplace, poked smashed nose in the face, and he dragged her off. They got divorced in 1969, and he had nice cars. <laughs> he, he took the yeah. two good cars and left her a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. She did lots of TV. Um, all she said she wanted was she wanted marriage and a house full of children. Yeah. Who had her nose fixed? She had her nose fixed. Did Peggy have her nose fixed? Apparently so, because it was kind of a ski slope nose when she was a child. Kind of turned up yeah. to point. But it wasn't that way as an adult, so she apparently had some plastic surgery done. Yeah. That's a shame. She was a cutie. Um, Yeah. She just I loved thought the turn up nose was cute. <laughs> I liked it. I did, too. I thought she was adorable. Um, yeah. Again, she gets arrested. Her mother, Virginia... And she said she liked being in jail because she was treated better than she was in the outside world. Yeah, I'm um, sure she told all the inmates who, who her famous daughter was. Yeah, they, <laughs> so she was a big cheese, but they probably were expecting her to have some dough and, you know, get that, you know, get him like, um, what are the Raymond noodles. 
yeah. M&Ms or something, and or maybe yeah. tampons. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, at least when she's in jail, she got regular meals. She didn't True. Have to, <laughs> she didn't have to hustle all the time. Yeah. Um, and she said Bill squandered the money. Um, how did the money go? I don't know. There must have been uh, swindling on maybe all three of their parts. Could have been. But I know that the house they bought, and then they had to have furniture for it and all that. I know that took a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't know how much, if it was a lot more than the judge planned for them to spend or not. Yes. And she... Uh, she drank heavily, and it, oh, when she was drinking heavily, Peggy would see Roberta everywhere, and she uh, said, Virginia would. "Yeah, was it Virginia?" Yeah. She said Albert's wife could harass her, physically abusive to Cass. You know, she made her okay. eat a snail out of the garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that was Peggy that had the yeah. nightmares. She did. Yeah. She was having a nightmare, and she she would see Bridget, uh, the wicked stepmother. Yeah. Oh, Roberta. Cass got, um, did something, and she cut all of her hair out off. Yeah, she didn't make as high a grade as Roberta wanted her to make, so she cut her hair off. How evil. That's an evil thing to do, really. It is, Yeah. Um, but it's not that unusual because I've had a coworker once who did the same thing for his, to her son. So maybe it's not that unusual. Well, I have to say, my mother did it to me. Oh. But I was about 11, and it was horrific. She didn't cut it all off. I had long hair. And I remember she, she cut it to shoulder length in... Oh. And I think she was going through menopause or something. I don't know what it was. She was like a monster. She was out of control. And she got oh. her hair off. And, and that yeah. was devastating. I'll never forget that. Um, yeah. It was just horrible. So Virginia got a weird card from Cass. Commit my mother. My mother is crazy. And so Virginia, uh, somebody asked about it. And Virginia and Cass said she never wrote it. But it was in Cass's handwriting, so they figured um, Cass did it while she was doing drugs. Yeah, that could be. And Roberta was really horrible. Um, She did not go away. Peggy got included in kids' section. Child stars ain't like it used to be. Kids gone by. Um, Uh Cass could not take Roberta's abuse, ran away. Roberta burned everything, even her clothes. Uh Um, And when she got, what really scared Cass is when she saw all these books about black magic. Yeah. (laughs) That that evil woman had, and she's like, oh, no, she's going to put me in a voodoo spell or something. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so her paternal grandma came to live with them. Um, and Cass was very happy. Our our paternal grandma, she loved her very much. Yeah, and yeah Albert's mom. 
Um, she was outside, and Ida was not ma- moving, called paramedics. She had a massive stroke, and she died three days later, and he was devastated. Yeah. Thanks to Roberta, she told Albert that, of course, Cass was responsible for his mother's death and um, beat the crap out of Cass. Yeah, she, that Roberta did, not yes. Albert. But yeah. he 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 kind of believed her, so he yeah. kind of, you know, just turned off on his daughter, and yeah, she that ran. Was a pattern. Yeah, that's a pattern in his life. He trusted the wrong people. <laughs> How could I he wrote his biography it? too? Oh, did you? Oh, we should talk about <laughs> yeah. that one. He's he's an interesting <laughs> character. Um, yeah. Um and. She ran away for good at 15. Uh, her mom met this nice man, Artie, uh-huh. who was 30 years her senior. And yeah, he, I believe he had been assistant director. Of oh, one yeah, of she knew when he was a kid, yeah. Yeah. And um, he took care of her. He got her a place uh-huh. to live, and um, she moved into, Cass moved into uh, the apartment. That already got her. Were they in a relationship? Because he was like a father figure to Peggy, but were they, um, they, they were just like platonic kind of things that he took care of her? I don't know. Nobody ever said. Hmm. So it might have just been platonic. Mm-hmm. Um, Roberta wanted Cass in the mental hospital. Um, and that didn't happen. Our Peggy was not making money, and she wasn't getting any parts, so she became a sales manager at a car place. And she loved that because she always loved cars. Yeah, and she was. Um, she said it was like acting. She became the first car salesperson. Isn't that amazing? I think the first woman fleet manager. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Oh, yes, saleswoman car place first. Yeah, she got a raise, and um, she felt that she was fortunate that beauty was not part of her acting. You know, at 40, she felt that, you know, it's true, the glamour girls forget it. And at 40, this woman wrote, she looks young for her age, she looks gorgeous, and uh-huh. she said, Peggy said, I wouldn't trade my life for anything. But she always put on that happy face, you know? Yeah, because that's right. she had the drug addiction. She was an alcoholic. And the only way she got along with her mom was as long as they were away from each other. Yeah, that's right. And Cass was gorgeous, I read. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And Cass wanted to be a movie star. It didn't quite happen because she became pregnant at the age of 16. Um, She gave the baby up for adoption, yet she still married the child's father. Uh Uh-huh. That was years later, I believe. And it didn't last. Um, Virginia was doing some nice stuff. She would make clothes for dolls in Portland where she uh, had her second husband and she loved it, and it boosted her morale that she was doing something good and positive. Yeah. Right. Um, again, 
Virginia writes to Albert Salmi saying, I want immediate confirmation about these things uh, Cass is telling me. Peggy needs to be committed to a mental hospital. And Virginia wanted the press around her again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He ignored her. And um, she got a terrier named Jake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because he was taught to respect women. Yeah. And, And so he wouldn't tell her to go jump in the lake or anything. He just ignored her. <laughs> and him with that Barbara, the, the horrible stepmother person, I just don't know how he did it. But Peggy yeah. did get offered a very good job, a contract for General Hospital. It was a one-year contract, and she turned it down. Yeah, for a reason that we would think is strange, but... It made perfect sense to her. <laughs> she didn't want to because, move to New York. Well, it's because she was afraid of what the move would do to her her precious puppy. She loved her puppy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was her baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and, and she'd always loved animals. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm glad she was able to have one when she was older. Me too. So yeah. policewoman was fil- filming outside her door. Policewoman was start my father's dream girl, Angie Dickinson. And uh. <laughs> <laughs> she asked if there was a part for her. And she played a probation officer. It was only for one part. Um, she hated to do it, but she asked her old friends for work. And yeah. um, she got an agent. And she was supposed to play the teacher in Rainbow, which was the story of Judy Garland. And she did play her, but Peggy got cut out of all of it. She was not in the movie at all. Yeah. That was such a shame. The wedding, when she were with Carol Burnett. And they loved her. Uh Uh-huh. She just loved her. And um, total pro, she was wonderful. Uh, and Virginia still could not aff- uh, accept the fact that Peggy has grown up. Uh-huh. And Virginia just loved her past. So yeah. Cass started working at Foundling Home? To what? I don't, I don't know. Loved to get letters. Cass did not hold grudges. She never saw yeah. a good marriage. She was always serving others. She cleaned houses. She made decent money, but she would lend money or spend yeah. and or spend the money on alcohol and drugs. And ga- then yeah. she started gambling because she thought it would take her away from alcohol and drugs. Not the best thing to do, but she did. And then Cass moved to Oregon, um, and she said her grandmother was the only person that loved her. Yeah. Uh, Cass moved back in 1979, and Peggy was invited to be a presenter with chi- for Child Star Award with um, Margaret Sullivan, and they were very close. Uh, Cass, uh, don't, she would write to her, her grandma, don't let mom get you soap. Depressed. She is who she is. Think about yeah. yourself. Virginia, you were who you were. <laughs> right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Think about yourself. Well, I wonder yeah. if she was. I love you very was. much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cass was very good for Virginia because <laughs> yes. she made her feel loved. Yeah. Um, she got little teeny-weeny parts. Then she was asked by Columbia Pictures with other child stars to search for the Annie, the sun will come out tomorrow show. And yes. <laughs> she helped pick it, and she was very happy to be a part of that group. Yeah. And Cass thought things were looking up for her mom, but Peggy was still on pills and drinking. Um, in 1981, Barbara Whiting's mom was gravely ill, so Peggy flew out to California. She stayed and helped out her friend. Um, once she died, she went home, back uh-huh. to work. She, in 1982, was invited to Elizabeth Taylor's 50th birthday party. Wowza. Uh-huh. Um, that was in England, wasn't it? Yes. Uh. Um, they did a documentary, um, and it was like her family on set, and she loved it. And it was about child actors. And what she did say was, children don't freely choose. Parents put them into their role. Yeah. And then Arthur Jacobson... She went to visit Barbara, and Fox Stars had a, a retrospective. And she just was so happy. She said, I'm home. Feels like I'm home. And she got a uh, Lifetime Achievement Award in 1983, given to her by her friend, Margaret O'Brien, who had gotten it the year before. But Peggy looked sad or whatever. And Peggy just said, I can't believe all these people are here for me because yeah. Lana Turner was there and all that, and she just couldn't believe it. And, yeah. you know, she felt really humbled and honored by that. Um, uh, she tried to get, she wanted to do dinner theater, um, and it didn't happen. And her final role was on the love boat. <laughs> <laughs> I, did she get love on <laughs> the love boat? She must have. They had so many uh, old-time stars. Peggy had to have a good one. Um, yeah. She became very depressed. She wouldn't go out. She did not respond to people. And you explained very well how depression is not a weakness on a human being's part. It is chemistry. It is something... That really is an illness. It's not something you yeah. wish on yourself. So you you really um, cut it down. And she would just, for months at a time, sit watching TV. Yeah. Um, she wanted to write a book. They asked her to write a book, and she had no interest because she said she didn't even know the whole story. Yeah. Um, Cass, her daughter, they really did not have a close relationship at all which is, you know, sort of the pattern here. Yeah. (laughs) And at 27, she went to Alcoholics Anonymous. And Yeah. Yeah. And then in July 1984, Virginia had an accident and she was paralyzed, but then it was just paralyzed in one leg. And she got a weird letter from Cass because it was, 
Cass had good penmanship, and it was a messy letter. So she knew that Cass was doing alcohol and or drugs again. Yeah. So we're getting to the end. Um, Peggy found out she was dying. She had pancreatic cancer um, on July 25th, and she did not want anyone to know, don't tell, Virginia. Um, Peggy visited um, three times a week, whom already stayed in help, very fatherly. Um, Yeah. He ended up staying in the hospital with her in the next room so he could be around, which was very nice. Um, And he was a very loving father figure. He knew how close she was to Barbara, and he asked Barbara to come, and she did. Yeah. And this is a sad part. Well, it's all very sad. Um, Peggy was so happy to see her, and Barbara was spending a week. And Peggy asked Barbara, she told Barbara, I love the ocean, makes me feel so good and so at peace. So Barbara got permission to take her the next day to the beach. But the night before the trip, Barbara got a phone call, and they said that tomorrow would not be a good day to take Peggy to the beach. And what happened Poor Peggy died that night. She did not get to go to the beach. Um, She was only 52 years old, and there was no more suffering for poor Peggy, who did not have a great life. She had a really horrible life, really. I mean, she had good Uh, things, but it didn't end up that way. So she was 52 years old. Albert was teaching drama in Spokane, and someone told him that he uh, that Peggy had died, and he, you know he didn't know. Um, yeah, he was shocked. Yeah, he read the article, and he was very sad um, that she died because you know when Peggy, that guy, the hippie dude, said Peggy would often drive around Albert's home, and. Yeah. Be wistful and thinking, if I only hung on, if I only hung on, I wouldn't have been without her. So she had that regret, and I think he definitely was the love of her life. Yeah. Um, And Cass pretty much was all by herself. Cass went back to her mom's apartment and found beautiful love stories, love letters from her dad. Um, She saved them all those years, and she never stopped loving him. Yeah. Um, she didn't want to burden anyone, so she never checked about Kenyon. And um, there was Jake. Um, her friend. Yeah, Jake's the dog. <laughs> yes, who she loved, who are like your your family. They're our babies. Um, yeah. She was still with Gran. You know, she was very much a letter writer and loved her very much. Uh, a friend of Cass's saw her. And she was overweight, and she believed drunk. Um, some creepo, because what Cass got, she didn't get money, but she got the letters, she got all her mother's personal effects, she got her mother's Oscar, she got pictures, 
And this creepo came and he said, I'm going to do a tribute. We're doing a tribute and we'd like your mother's um, letters and personal things and her Oscar, which uh, Cass said, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he took it all and never brought it back and there was never a tribute, which is really horrifying. Yeah. And then Cass became depressed and she started drinking even heavier, and she was arrested for drunk driving, and she spent 13 days in jail. Um, Virginia had not much money, but she, she, all she had was her Social Security, and she sent Cass money. Um, Cass lived, she lived 10, oh, and she thought she was dying. Virginia, oh, woe is me, I'm dying, I'm dying, you know, and this is this. She lived yeah. 10 more years. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cass gave birth to a baby boy. Um, Cass was in jail again, and they took over his care. Um, she never got that child back. And Albert was like, you have no self-control, shape up. Um, yeah. So she was really, she let people run up phone bills, so she lost her bill. Um, and they couldn't, her, her grandmother couldn't understand why Cass would have a roommate because she couldn't afford to live alone and having a roommate was much better than being on the street. Um, and it was just horrible. Uh, John Carl, she thought he was her savior. He gave her back herself. He was 16 years Cass's senior. She's looking for a daddy, too. Um, yeah. He wanted two children. She had the children, but they took them away from her. Yeah. And put them up for adoption. Right. And of the four, three have contacted me. Really? Yeah. So I've, I've told them how to contact each other. So mm. I, I thought, that's so neat. We're just waiting for number four to show up. That's so nice. <laughs> Another, they have contact. They read the book and they contacted you? I guess so, yeah. How wonderful. Yeah, that was really great. I love that. <laughs> I did not know this. This is very creepy. Albert Salmis allegedly shot himself, but first he shot Roberta. Um, and Cass was left nothing because he thought that if she got any money, this is from her, her half-sister, that she would just spend it on drugs um, and alcohol. And then Cass went through a deep depression. She attempted suicide. Her life was saved. Um, and it was found out that she had, an, she had a liver with cirrhosis because of her alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And yeah. on May 17th, 1995... She was 30 years old. Cass died. She yeah. couldn't give up the booze. Um, yeah. So now Virginia was the survivor of it all. Um, and she lived for six months. Virginia thought, I guess, be careful what you wish for. She pondered whether she did the right thing. Yeah. S- six months later, Virginia died. And she always wanted her story being told, and you told it. 
Yeah. <laughs> because she was such a big part of the story. I mean, yeah. we skipped so many things. And it's such a good book, and it's a heart-wrencher. And to see Peggy, all the stuff she went through, and you, nobody really knows where her money went. Yeah. Nobody knows. And I just think, you know, probably it was a combination of Daddy-O and Mr. X, Pip, and... Um, and Virginia. But Virginia really, when she got rid of, when they took uh, Peggy away from her, she didn't have any access to her dough. So, yeah. you know, who knows? But that really is so, it was so common then that these yeah. parents would swindle their kids, live off of their kids, and yeah. they would have nothing, which was horrifying. Jackie Coogan Law yeah. should have been in place. But it wasn't because he yeah. got nothing for all. He was one of the biggest, biggest stars and he got nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, do you think she was happy with her life in general? Oh, which she are we talking about now? <laughs> three Peggy Ann. Peggy Ann. Um, I think because she kind of forced herself to put on a happy face, I think um, I think she would see the bright side of things. And that helped her not be mad and not upset. Better, yeah. Yeah. And then there was Cass. And um, yeah. let's face it, I blame Kenyon. Yeah, she tried, but when you're 10 years old and you get somebody hooked... That's pretty young, and that's uh, that's pretty sad. So yeah, for her to, to come back. yeah, and to be dead so young, you know, only yeah. thirty. How old was Virginia? It didn't. I don't think it stated. She must have been in her eighties. I forget. I don't know. But she outlived this strong yeah. broad. Outlived her Out- daughter and her granddaughter. Yeah, that's right. Which was amazing. Yeah. I, I felt sad for Peggy. I feel, you know, she put the sunny side up there, but she, like she said, as a child actress, she put on a mask. And I believe uh-huh. whenever she was around people, she put on a mask. And yeah. they all said how one, and she was a kind, wonderful person. But yeah, she, was she was also very troubled, and she got, was addicted to alcohol and drugs, and hence, um, the poor poor thing i just 52 years old yeah it's very young it's a great story i have to tell you sandy i loved it there's so much more i'm not telling you guys you know my notes are terrible (laughs) i can't (laughs) because you know how they do spell check and i'm writing a word and then they change it and it's like what are you doing here so (laughs) but it is so good and if you you know, drive or do something, or you're just hanging around. I would advise that the audiobook because uh-huh. Virginia's so, uh, <laughs> Sandy's so pleasant. Uh, uh-huh. It sounds so good. She has her asides she puts in, which I love. And um, uh, it's a great, if not by the book, if you like to read. But Sandy, I thought it was really good. And, Thank you. you know, I really loved Peggy. And I just really, I don't think she got the props she deserved, and, and, but she did in some respects. But to have that kind of 
life and beating up and all these horrible things. And Albert did that? He killed his wife and himself? Well, um, in his biography, I lay out all the evidence, pro and con, to let the readers reach their own conclusion. Mm. I hope you will come on and, and talk about that. I would love to hear that. Okay. All righty. <laughs> I'll let you read it, and you let me know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you also did a book about behind the scenes of live TV. Some crazy stuff that yeah. happened on live TV. Yeah. Which yeah, is a, it's called No Retakes. <laughs> yeah, which is very good. And you get to, uh, th- you know, live. You're live there. You burp. You pass out. You do whatever. <laughs> it's live. Yeah, they had wonderful bloopers. <laughs> 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 yes, you got to see it. Um, I will link. Um, you have your website, which I, that's where I found you. And I will link you to her author page so you can check out all her other books. But I highly recommend if you were a fan of Peggy Ann, and I know so many of you love her and loved her acting, will be very interesting, interested in her life and this story of three women which was actually pretty sad the three of them very sad in many respects so it's a good book yeah if i were prone if i were uh gifted at writing novels i would write what if virginia never thought about movies for peggy what would their lives have been like then (laughs) i really wonder you don't know I can't imagine yeah. Virginia being any other way. We, you know, she just was who she was, and she felt it yeah. was her, she was it was her stardom as well as Peggy Ann. You know, she felt right. that yeah. they were stars, not just yeah. Peggy Ann was a star because she pushed yeah. her out there. So right. it was wonderful, and thank you so much, Sandy, for coming on and hanging in with me. Yeah. Took a while. You're welcome. And I enjoyed I, it. I hope so. I had such a good time. And like I said, sorry for some of the notes, guys, because I couldn't understand them. I didn't write, but I was typing, and they just put all this weird stuff in. Yeah. And I'm right. doing it while I'm listening to you, so I'm like, right. Okay. What should I write? So I did. <laughs> so, But we got it out there, and there's so much more to tell. And thank you so much, Virginia. I mean, Sandy. We're talking about Virginia all the time. Sandy from Virginia. Sandy from Virginia and now Oklahoma. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. We will, I'll be back soon. And thanks, everybody. Bye.